laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Huh? We should have this person locked up and looked at. Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Murs and David Horning on this week's episode. The friend zone is just a way to encapsulate uh, that the that whole fucked up tornado of feelings. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it's 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 harder to look to look at it and go, what is this? It's all from uh, person to person, and it's all gray. It's all you know. It's like that, but it's easy to just go, oh, I was I was friend zoned, and then just walk away. Yeah. Yeah, let's put it in this category so I can yeah. just use two words and everybody that I'm talking to that has no idea what the situation is can understand it. Yeah. I feel like you could get friend zoned after fucking a, a chick too. You know what I mean? You could be like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you could like, you could like sleep with someone and then, you know, they could be like, uh, can we just be friends? And you're like, fuck. Dude. Yeah, that, that's almost worse. I would rather, I would rather get rejected before that. <laughs> Hey, this is David from You Can't Laugh at That. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast and if you found value in any of the episodes or if you've laughed even once, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. Now, these conversations we have with all these awesome comedians typically last about two hours. So there's so much footage we have to cut from every single episode and we hate that we have to cut it. And we don't want it to disappear into the ether, which is why we edit it together into exclusive clips. Some episodes, they're 15 minutes, a half hour of extra footage. Other episodes, it's a little bit shorter. Either way, if you enjoy listening to You Can't Laugh at That, join our Patreon for exclusive access. And thanks for listening to our podcast and supporting comedy, because no matter how weird times get, Remember that you can laugh at that. Welcome to You Can't Laugh at That, the podcast where we take topics you can't laugh at and we find ways to laugh at them in the never-ending quest to prove that anything can be funny. Steve's here today. Steve, what's up? Hello. How are we? I'm good. What about you? I'm doing fantastic. We should have a... We should start a podcast where it's just awkward small talk the whole time just like so how are the how are the kids what's going on with the weather where you are what? how do you know i have kids mm. <laughs> in the closet yeah oh. in the closet that was yeah, that's the episode that's coming out this monday that's about megan's law um but we're not talking about megan's law today we are talking about the friend zone and joining us to do that is uh self-proclaimed friend zone expert <laughs> i mean this is this is crazy. I'll let you introduce me, Brendan Zagalo. But it's crazy. I just it's so funny that I have I just have this one joke about it, and then I plus I went on Ari's podcast and talked about it. But now I'm this guy. Everyone is hitting me up, ask, telling, trying to give me advice. They're like, you know, I've gotten <laughs> laid before. I know how to. I'm not. You know, I don't even believe in the friend zone. Really, I don't believe that it's a hundred percent real. I think there's small things that are friend zone-y. But 
I don't believe that it's a it's a real thing, you know. It's a it's a man-made construct. Everything yeah. around us isn't a real thing unless you can touch Whoa, it. Oh, <laughs> that's so true, dude. Yeah, wow. Let's <laughs> get yeah. deep. The friend zone is a lot like the wheel, you know, it's just made by men. <laughs> to, to make other people feel bad. <laughs> the friend zone really is only something that manifests in like the high school, college years when you still don't know how to just be be like okay with yourself not getting laid. It, mm. it, like you know when you, 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 in your high school and your fr- and you just don't know how to hit on a girl or anything. That's when you create this. Oh, I'm in the friend zone because I waited too long and blah 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 blah. But as adults, we just go. Let's just walk away from this. This seems like. Uh, a real yeah. nice walk away situation. Yeah. I'm not getting laid. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an excuse. It's, it's, it's how we, uh, how we cope with rejection. Like now I get told no all the time and not, that doesn't even have to do with, with women. Like I'm talking just like I email somebody to jump on the podcast. They're like, nah, probably not. Or, or like, uh, <laughs> I do, I do speaking and, and I like try to, you know, get in with organizations and like, Hey, I can help you. And they're like, no, you can't. We're good. Yeah. Like, life is filled yeah. with, with rejections, but you're not going like, Oh man, I've been comic zoned or whatever. You know? Right. You know, right. Like, I've been job zoned, you know, but there is a little thing that is pretty friend zony where if, uh, if you let a girl know that like, yeah, maybe, you know, we're into, I'm into you, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, can we just be friends? And you're like, sure, whatever. And then they use that, that is for attention. I've, I've noticed that before women, women could be fucking leeches like that where they're like, Oh, I'm going to pretend flirt with that. You become their like gay best friend that they're like, he's my boyfriend. Just kidding. Uh And and then you're like, I still, I have feelings for you. Why would you say this to me? Mm -hmm. That's insane. And that, that, I think that's a good segue into your bit. Um, so yeah. let's, let's, let's play it. And, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit, we'll dive a little bit deeper into that. Oh, that's, God, that's are, you, a, are you playing it in front of me? Yeah, you can walk away. This is a good chance uh, oh, to, to refill your coffee. <laughs> oh, no. All right, let's play it. Oh God. This is off of Brendan's album. Uh, not now more than ever, which is available wherever you can get albums. Hmm. Women have tricks. They do. Here are the tricks. Here's what I learned in my time in the friend zone. (laughs) When women know that you're attracted to them, you try to subtly slip in like dude and bro in every sentence. That's a real fucking thing, right? That was a real thing. You just go like, what are you doing tonight, bro? I'm like, not fucking you, I guess. (laughs) What are you doing tonight, dude? It doesn't change the way we feel about you. You know what I mean? You think calling us dude and bro, you think that's going to make us go like, oh, we're friends. (laughs) Let's go skateboarding then. (laughs) It doesn't change the way we feel about you. So when we're like, you're like, all right, have a good night, dude. I'm like, I still am in love with you, my guy. I see you every time I close my eyes. Old buddy, old pal. Here's another thing you guys do, and this is an indication. If you are friends with a woman, 
you can tell how much she doesn't find you attractive by how far her her body, her lower body is when you give her a hug. You know what I'm talking about? Like if you hug a woman and she's like, she's like, okay, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> You're like, don't, please don't say that. I had a girl, I had a girl once that I was like so into. She hugged me like this, and I just fuck, I just started eating hummus off the <laughs> off her back. I was like, okay, a little plate. Hmm, wait, go son, go son, go son. Some some couscous, please, couscous. <laughs> Here's another thing. The last thing that I realized. It's, that, it's painful to listen to yourself, man. It's so... I'm sweating, dude. I'm sweating. <laughs> I don't even... I didn't even remember that I did that that hugging joke. That was like... Uh, that was like... I completely forgot about that. It's it's super relatable, though. That's one of those things where it's like, oh, they do do that. And they I feel do like, that. Yeah. yeah. That, well, that, I, you know, I get it. They don't want to feel our balls and shit, which I'm sure they do. Like whenever <laughs> a chick gives you a hug, I'm sure at some point they do feel your fucking dick and balls. You know what I mean? Especially if you're like into them. So like there's more swelling happening. <laughs> I get that. Right. But no one talks about it. N- not enough people, at least. Yeah. And and you brought it to the uh, to the forefront of the forefront of yeah. conversation. So tell tell us a little bit. First of all, that that was recorded outside. Yeah, yeah, that was on a roof, uh, in uh, in Gramercy, right by the Flatiron Building. It was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we thank God we packed it out. I mean, people were tested. I think I have no fucking idea, but uh, they, you know, and uh, thank God it didn't rain or anything. There were so many things that like could have gone wrong. It could have rained. People could have not shown up. It, it's right next to another building that has parties all the time. And and I was like, if they have a party at like not because we did two shows. And I was like, if if they have a party at nine, which they normally do, like we're fucked. Like we can't use the second show. And they just didn't have a party then. It was, oh, man, it was the stars aligned. This it all yeah. came into play uh, fruition or whatever the fuck. So how long had you been working on that bit before uh, before the album recording? Uh, the the my guy bit. Uh, was, I worked on that for a couple of months, I guess, maybe like two or three, I think. And then uh, that was one of those that just kind of clicked immediately. Like mm-hmm. as soon as I said the my guy thing, everybody fucking laughed. And I was like, <laughs> all right, well, there's something there. The hugging thing, I don't think I worked on it enough. It doesn't really have any punchlines in it. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like an observation. And uh, thank God, you know, when you're doing an album, everybody's like there for you and everything. So it's like, you can really say whatever you want and it'll work. But that joke wasn't working. And I was like, all right, let me just throw it in there anyway. I should have waited and maybe um, did it in my next hour, but whatever. What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, and, and I mean, it's, it's just, it could be a starting point for a whole other bit too. You know? Totally. Totally. Um, so the, the whole thing is, is super relatable um, just cause you know, people will, you know, girls will, throw those things out there, those subtle hints. It's like, no, man, I'm not into you. Like, I I know I can tell you're into me. Let's keep this at this level, this platonic level. Um, Was there like an an instance where like this joke came to mind? Yeah, well, that that summer, um, the the summer that I wrote that joke, I was kind of in this dry spell for a little bit. And I remember talking to this girl who I was going out on a date. So I thought... And she was like, I, I, so I, uh, 
we set up a whole thing and then she was like, I'm, I'm kind of feeling sick. And this was the beginning of COVID. And she was like, I'm kind of feeling sick. Uh, I could see if uh, whatever, you know, maybe we can make this happen, blah, 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 blah. And I go, no, 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 you're sick. Just don't. She goes, oh, okay. And, and then I sent her, I, I, I had a joke lined up because I'm a fucking dildo. But I went, <laughs> I went, uh, I went, here's a sexy picture of me without a shirt on so that you'll feel better. And then I sent her a picture of Michael B. Jordan. And um, I sent the first part so and and then she immediately like as the image was waiting to be sent you know how images take a little bit longer she sent thanks you're a good friend and i was like ooh and then the michael b jordan ooh it just sent immediately and i was like ah, i'm such a queef oh my god and chicks do that shit all the time where they're like you know women do say dude and bro and, and like they that is now in their vocabulary but I do think there's a thing where you know what the fuck you're doing. If there's a guy that you know that likes you, when you call him friend or you call him dude, you're trying to not hurt his feelings. So, you know, it's subtle. But that's because, you know, men hurt women. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if that's why women aren't completely honest, they, they have to tiptoe around how they feel to get us to say the thing. They don't just say how they feel. No matter mm -hmm. the most lucid chick in the world, the most lucid person in the world, but mostly women, I think they uh, they'll tiptoe around just so that they don't hurt our feelings. So we don't flip out on them because they think we're crazy and we think they're crazy. And there's just a whole fucking miscommunication like prop. There's just communication problems with men and women that will never fucking go away. It seems right. That's you make a really good point too. That's, that's one that I hadn't, uh, that I hadn't considered, but now that you say that, like I, I, it, what comes to mind is like all these screen grabs of DMS from dudes who got rejected that are just insane dude it's nuts man like the amount of you really got to feel bad for women in the in this sense where it's like they say no to somebody and some and like i think like what i would say like five out of ten times i don't even know the guy's like well you're a fat slut anyway so who cares but on the other hand of that it's like you think i'm gonna do that i hate that people fucking bring their past traumas in, onto you and that mm -hmm. men and women both do that where they're like well i think you know i've had women especially recently I've, i had this girl be like i think you're lying and i'm like i'm not lying stop bringing the whatever bullshit that you're that you had with some other guy onto me because i'm not fucking lying you know mm -hmm. i might hold in my feelings but i'm not gonna lie about them yeah yeah that's a good point um man i hadn't thought about it that way before I, I just like rejection in a lot of cases, like we're, we're raised to think that rejection is like the worst thing that can happen when really it's just kind of a, it's just like a misdirect. It's just like a, Oh, redirect what you're doing. Like redirect your strategy, yeah. learn from it, do something else. There's plenty of other options. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, it makes you strong. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. And I think the, the calling something the friend zone is, it's like a deferment of that. You're like putting off getting better as a human. <laughs> like what's so what's so bad about getting a new friend? Uh, well, you know, when it's based on that you want to fuck them, then you know, whatever. I, I think you know. I, I I'm just at a point where I'm like, all right, I, I don't think I want any new friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I think I've met every type of person. I think I'm friends with every single type of person. I I I, I just can't, you know. And it's like. Why do we have to force a friendship now? If like, if like, you know, I like you or you like me and I don't like you. Why are we forcing a friendship here? You know what I mean? 
why why even like you know when you like break up with someone and they're like can we still be friends and it's like why why i don't why would what's the point of that Mm -hmm. so that we can maybe fuck at some point and then make this whole thing weird again you know yeah i've done that (laughs) full disclosure you know i mean we've all been there i'm like oh yeah no yeah let's be friends let's do that in the back of my mind i'm like but in a couple weeks (laughs) (laughs) yeah well you know i fucking it's hard too because you know when uh like my my ex is 40 minutes away she lives in long island i live in fucking astoria Mm -hmm. and you know she's said to me a couple of months ago that she was like, can we just be like fuck buddies? And I, I have to like restrain myself from calling her and being like, mm-hmm. do you want to come over and have sex? It, it's so hard when it's right. I don't know how she'd feel now, but you know, maybe things have changed, but like for a couple of weeks when it, when just knowing it was right on the table, but everything would be fucked. If we did mm-hmm. that, it was the hardest thing. It still is. It still is dude. It still fucking is. Maybe I'll call her tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you, that temptation is there to at least try. Um, and that's why I feel like being friends is, is kind of off the table in a lot of cases. Yeah, of course. It's like, I don't want to, I don't care. You know, what's the, my, my therapist all the time. I'm always like, well, you know, like whenever I go through a fucking breakup or whatever, or like some sort of thing that didn't work out, I'm always like, oh man, I just, I thought she was so cool. And you know, maybe we could just, I still want to be like friends with her. Like he's, he's always like delete her from everything, get rid of her out of your life and move the fuck on. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, you know, what if we like still want to be friends? And he's like, what's the point? What, why, why do you still want to be friends? It's not, it's a lie. The friendship is a lie. So Mm -hmm. why would you, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I dated a girl for two and a half years and we were friends before that. Like we went to high school together. We were friends in high school and then we went to college, like went our separate ways. And then um, like she moved back to our hometown after she graduated from college and we just kind of like hit it off and struck up a relationship. And then full like, two years of that was long distance. Like I was living in New York. She was living in, um, in Cleveland. And then it just didn't work out. And we did the whole like, Oh, let's, let's be friends thing. Cause it was, it was just one of those things where we both knew where it was like, Oh, this isn't, this isn't going to work. So I got out of the friend zone into the relationship and then like back in, uh, back in the friend zone. But it was like, Oh yeah, no, this we're not compatible. Um, (laughs) And, yeah. and the whole friendship thing, like that was on the table because we knew it worked better that way. Because like most of our relationship, we were apart. And when we were together, it was cool. But then like looking at it as like, oh, is this a thing that's going to last forever? No, it's not. This isn't this isn't sustainable. Um, no, no. So it's that, that realization. Um, so it's I've, just, I've yeah, the I, friend I, zone's I, been a thing. And, and yeah, I, but like, I think I think the friend zone is just a way to uh capsulate that the that whole fucked up tornado of feelings you know mm-hmm. what i mean because it's 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 harder to look to look at it and go what is this it's all from uh person to person and it's all gray it's all you know it's like that but it's easy to just go oh i was i was fred zoned and then just walk away yeah yeah, let's put it in this category so I can yeah. just use two words and everybody that I'm talking to who has no idea what the situation is can understand it. Yeah. I feel like you could get friend zoned after fucking a, a chick too. You know what I mean? You could be like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you could like you could like sleep with someone and then, you know, they could be like, uh, can we just be friends? And you're like, fuck. 
Dude. Yeah, that, that's almost worse. I would rather I would rather get rejected before that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think about that. I'm constantly going back and forth with that where I'm like, well, at least I, you know, <laughs> you, yeah. know you go, hey, at least I fucking hit. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I conquered. <laughs> yeah. But then you go, you know, my heart's on the line more now and mm-hmm. it all fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where um, if someone just doesn't like you, which happens. Um, I've had multiple times where I've like, asked a girl not asked a, well i've asked to be like hey shouldn't we hook up right now or like shouldn't we make out and they just don't say anything and move <laughs> on with whatever the fuck they were talking about and yeah. then i go home and then a week later i'm like that's eh, fine whatever whatever yeah. but if i if we did hook up and then i was call- texting and i was falling in love or whatever i'd be so much more hurt later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's better just to kind of rip the band-aid off exactly i've never actually used like I don't know if I've ever in a conversation been like, yeah, man, she friends owned me. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't love the term. Um, it's just like, it didn't work. You know, there have been yeah. plenty of cases where, you know, Ooh, there could be something here. There could be something here. Oh, it didn't work. Okay, cool. Moving on. It's, it's just so queefy to say out it loud. It's like, it's like saying you're shadow banned. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're just like, it's like so edge lordy and, and queefy and just like, ugh. you know what I mean? Like, no, it, you didn't get friend zoned. It's so victim. It's, it's like, you're making yourself a victim. Right. But I will say again, so, women sometimes, or even men, you could get friend zoned by a dude. They know what they're doing. They're keeping you around for the attention. That's mm-hmm. what they want. They want to feel you know, it because we're our humans love feeling power. Like we like being like, ooh, I have the power in my dynamic with this other human. Mm-hmm. So if there's someone that's like, oh man, they they want to hook up with me, I'm the best. I have power over that person. You know what I mean? Which could change immediately. Like right. I've had power dynamics change. Like. You know, I like uh, there was a girl who we kind of recently um, kind of went our separate ways. And now when she texts me and it's like, woo, 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 I'm like, look at me. <laughs> I have the fucking power here. And then if mm-hmm. I go woo, and it's the last word and she doesn't answer back, I go, fuck, <laughs> I got the fucking power. That's a good point. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we do kind of have that dynamic with most people that we talk to that are on the periphery, like not, not like close friends. You're not like, I have the power over, you know, Steve, I have the power over you. That's not sometimes um, though. Sometimes (laughs) sometimes you do do that where you're like, Oh, who's the alpha friend here? Mm. You know? Right. (laughs) I I feel like, um, I feel like the friend zone is a very beta way of looking at things. It it really shows kind of like your, your self, your self-worth, your self-image to, to, like you said, it's kind of an excuse. And to me, the excuses people make are always funny. Like if I do a joke about human behavior, mm-hmm. about something somebody did, chances are it's going to be centered around whatever excuse they made. Yeah. It's always, it is an excuse. It's, and it's, it is such a queefy kind of thing. And when going back to the power thing is like, Oh, you, oh, power doesn't even exist in with people. Like if you're, if you're thinking of interpersonal uh, relationships and you're like, Oh, she has the power. She only has the power because her actions affect your feelings. Mm -hmm. So as long as you go, Oh, I don't give a fuck what she says or does to me. Like, I don't give a shit. I I'm not ashamed of feeling how I feel. You immediately have the power. It's a very strange fucking thing. And it also probably doesn't exist. Right. (laughs) 
Nobody sits there in a relationship is like, who has the power today? <laughs> I mean, if you've been in a relationship, it does kind of do that. <laughs> oh, it does. But but just like having that conscious like self-talk, it's, yeah. that's weird to me. Kind of like dating sites nowadays where everybody's like, does this things like, I don't care. Uh, like you, you play chicken as to who cares less about the <laughs> other person. Mm-hmm. That's very toxic on those uh, dating sites. Oh, uh, it sucks. Ghosty and uh, ghosting is entirely normal and there's no, uh, there's no communication. Dude, um, it, it just fucking sucks. Those dating apps are are pieces of shit. They just make you feel bad. You're just scrolling, judging how people look. I, my every time I get on a dating app, I go like, I look at a girl and I go, okay, all right, yes, uh, no. I'm like reading their bio, and then it just starts going like, yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 and it just it's it's so toxic. Mm-hmm. It, it's very very surface level. It's it's we put such a high level of importance on something that's so low stakes. I feel like, yeah, there's so many people out there. It's not that if you don't get one, it's like you have this limited scope of the way things are. Like there's so much out there, you know, Uh, you travel, you know, when you get back on the road, like there's people in every city, there's 8 million people in your city. Like, yeah, There's, you know, just, you just, you just, you just fucking forget, mm. forget your heart just fucking makes you forget. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. every time I, uh, every time I have a friend who's just uh, going through it, you know, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh man, but she's so cool and blah, blah, blah. I always say to them, I always like, well, do you remember the last girl that you were fucking bummed out about? And he's like, no, not really. I do, but I don't care. I go, do you care about him now? No, not really. And then you moved on to another person? Yeah, whatever. And I I always give that advice, and I fucking suck at taking it because I always go, there'll be another one. There's plenty of fish, all that fucking shit. And then I meet this girl, and she breaks my heart. And I'm like, I guess I'll never meet anyone again, and I'll kill myself. Yeah. (laughs) Now now you got to get talked off that ledge. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're we're the worst at taking our own advice. I mean, that's that's true of anything. Yeah, it's it's so easy when it's like uh, when it's somebody else going through it. You just be like, oh well, you can. Why don't you look at it this way? It's because I'm in the middle of it right now. All right, leave me alone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, you just have to. It's hard because you don't want to fight the feelings. You just want to mm-hmm. you want to look at them. You want to you want to look at them and let them flow through you like a river as much as your breath flows through you. You don't think mm. about your breaths. You just, they just in, out, in, out. So it should be the same thing with your feelings and your thoughts and emotions. Mm-hmm. And, and again, this, this goes back to this, uh, this, this stigma of rejection, right? You know, we don't like being told no. I, I find myself and I'm sure you're the same way that like, if you're, um, when you were like working to get past at certain clubs, like you have this, this, you hold this future, this potential thing, like, Oh, if this happens, then, yeah. you know, then I'm going to get booked at this club and then I'll get to tour and then I'll yeah, get yeah. it out. And then everyone's going to love me. Oh, yeah, and then you, you f- get rejected and you're like, everything comes crashing yeah. down. Yeah. You future trip fucking hard on shit Dude. and everything is, and it just doesn't, it doesn't, nothing matters. Who knows? You could have gotten past at that club and then it could burn down with you in it and you could have died. 
dude. Like, you know, and especially some of the clubs in New York should be burnt to the ground. So, oh my God. you know, there's that fucking, that's a, that's an old like Zen kind of story thing where they say this Chinese farmer had a horse run away and his neighbors said to him, oh, that's so unfortunate. He said, maybe he didn't give a shit. And then the horse came back with three other wild horses and they went, whoa, you, that's like great fortune. And uh, he was like, maybe. And then the fucking, his son hops on the horse. The, one of the wild horses throws him off. He breaks his leg forever. And the four, the neighbors go, oh, that sucks. And the farmer still goes, maybe, who knows? And then, and then the army rolls through and they're trying to get these, these men with working legs and they see his kid and they're like, well, we're not taking that. And the neighbors are, are like, wow, that's pretty lucky. And the neighbor's like, maybe, I don't yeah. know. Who knows? You got to stay in the fucking moment. You can't be thinking about the future. You can't be worrying about the past. Right. That's one of those. Yeah. You, you deal with it in the moment. Like you can't, you can't live in that, in this imagined, uh, this imagined future. And uh, yeah, I mean the the whole friend zone concept, I think it lives in that neighborhood um, along with getting on stage and like a joke, not working, you know, this, this could could be working on this joke for exactly. It it doesn't matter. It's nothing matters. Yeah. The amount of shit that I talk about with my therapist about how we're always like, like my worries when it comes to stand up and everything is, I mean, besides, you know, you know, becoming a nobody and living in, uh, living in just mediocrity. But, uh, but uh, other than that, I'm like, cool. If a joke doesn't work, I don't give a fuck. If I bomb a show, I don't give a fuck. If the show does well, good for me, but I still don't give a fuck. And I have to take that into everything else. Cause I do not do that. I always go like, Oh, well, you know, what if she uh, calls me and then, uh, 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 and then, and I, I just have to look at it. Like, what if this is like a show Who fucking cares? We're all going to die. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. You know, so do you do you analogize like every things that happen in your life to stand up comedy? No, I should. <laughs> I don't. I don't. If I did, if I did, it would be a lot easier, but I don't. And I just instead I meditate and I, I try to like think, you know, I try to because, you know, I don't know. I have no idea. I've been doing comedy so long. It's kind of like, it's kind of like second nature. It's like, Oh, when I go to grab something, I can bend my fingers. I don't think about bending my fingers. I just fucking do it. So it's the same with stand up. If I go up and I bomb, I go, whatever, there'll be a thousand more shows, more a million more shows. And then they'll all catch on. Then I'm a phony. And then there'll be no shows. <laughs> <laughs> and that's but until then, to- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But until then, we I'm just riding high. <laughs> oh man. Uh Steve, what about you? Like how do you like when be getting rejected? Like what's your what's your um your instinct in the moment before before rational thought kicks in? Oh, uh I just don't care anymore. Yeah, I'm broken. Yeah, that's <laughs> fun. You know, uh, uh after having your heart broken way when you were much younger, you just go through life not caring anymore. A, I don't ask women out. I don't flirt with women. I wait till women ask me out, which doesn't happen all the time. But when it does, it, they, even that may not work out because they're just they just don't understand me. I don't like dating sites because uh, women uh, don't get my personality. They don't they don't see that. I just come out very boring, and that's makes me very insecure. So I just don't even like that. Yeah. Um, that's why just getting to that first date is important because if you can get to the first date, then you can you can showcase your personality and stuff like that. And if that doesn't work out, whatever. But yeah, I just don't care. Um, I don't. I don't text obsessively like I did when I was younger in my early twenties. I don't do anything like I don't get clingy. 
I don't give a fuck. And guess what? That's great. It works. Mm-hmm. If also I don't pay attention to women, I ignore them and I ignore them intentionally to the point where they know I'm ignoring them. And that makes them intrigued if they like me already, or if they're like, you know, they're attracted to me. So those I don't things, know, dude, I think that attracts the wrong kind of girls. Oh, wait, I don't know. I, I like, because uh, this, yeah. this is how I'm looking at it. Like, this is how I'm looking. I'm not not. I'm I like not trying the wrong to, kind of girl. I'm not, okay, I'm not trying to yuck your yum here, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, no, it's okay. The, I think a more intelligent woman would see that and go, "What a fucking come on! Wait, wait, uh, is he not looking at well, me? Because I'm a woman. What the fuck? It, these rules change when I get good signals from people. Then I start having more healthy, uh, you know, reactions. But those types of women don't come around very often. Okay, okay, and. I don't know. It, every woman I've dated has been in that category, but that's like the tip of the iceberg. That's the top of the pyramid. Everything below is what I'm talking about. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So when you get to that point, then it's like, all right, you are, I communicate with you, all these other things, but it's like, you got to earn that because, yeah. Totally, dude. I fucking, I give that shit up. I, I was trying to talk about this on stage, but it was more like real that it is funny. But when I meet a, a, a woman that I'm really into, I just become this fucking like bear clown. I just like, I'm just constantly <laughs> trying to make them laugh. And yeah. I'm like coming in, I'm like, uh, you know, riding a unicycle and I'm just, you know, juggling banana peels and the banana peels hit me in the head. I slip on the banana peel, anything to get a fucking laugh. And then my insecurities start going, you have to keep being like that. But the rub here is that eventually, you know, at first they're like, oh, clown bear. Yeah, love it. But then after a week, they're like, get this fucking bear out of my house. I hate this. <laughs> it's ruining the China and everything. And I'm just constantly insecure that a woman is going to leave and, and hate me because they they normally do. <laughs> when I was in my early 20s, I used to like always try to make women laugh and it would work. I mean, that was kind of where I developed my sense of humor, which is very different from what I do nowadays. It's completely different. Um, but I, uh, I don't, um, I don't try to be funny. I don't know. It just feels like I fail too easily at it. I don't want to bomb. So I don't bother to even get myself in that position. Um, which yeah. is weird. Cause I totally could. I just don't, I don't try to try to be funny over text. That's just not going to happen because <laughs> you don't already understand my personality. It's just too much of a risk for me. I think I'm afraid of taking risks. Yeah, I know. I text too much and then I feel fucking weird when they're not answering me. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm so I'm like, what am I? A Gen Z kind of person? Yeah. The fuck? What am I, what am I doing? I, what am I sending them? TikToks? Ugh. <laughs> and just as I get older, I'm like, I'm just like, and becoming more and more jaded. Like I don't want to make anybody laugh anymore. You know, last girl I fucking made laugh, uh, you know, broke my, my heart, I guess. But you mm-hmm. know, now it's all fucking, now I'm just, I'm working for the career, baby. I'm on stage. <laughs> the I world's like a stage. stage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the world is a girl I'm trying to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you like strategically text? Like, ooh, I don't want to come across as the, like I was waiting for that text message. I'm gonna wait like 20 minutes and make not, her wait. No, not until it's weird. Yeah. Until it's like, I, like I'm like myself until feelings start getting on the fucking line. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they'll, there'll be a moment where they're like, Ooh, I, I don't want this and you want this or like, you know, whatever. And then we're still talking for some reason. And, and, you know, and then, and then I'm like, oh, don't text right away because you've already put your heart on the line. You don't have any more room in your fucking not killing myself 
brain to 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 put myself more on the line. If I do any more, I'm gonna fucking jump off of the the George Washington Bridge. You know, so I, I that's when I get very strategic when I'm like, oh, just be cool, just be cool, man. Just just write one K. Is that too many exclamation points? Like, what's yeah, the limit yeah, on emojis? Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's where it's where it becomes unnatural. And I was like, why do you, why would you want to live that way? <laughs> exactly, dude. I find myself doing that all the time where I'm like, why am I trying to impress this girl that I don't give a shit that I wouldn't want to be with, actually? Right. You know what I mean? Right. If you're not having fun, like why why would you want to further that? <laughs> just exactly. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand why I'm like that, but I I fucking I just am. I'm like, I, I think it's just human nature. It's that like, I don't want, uh, you know, we want to be, alone. we don't want to be alone. We want to have, uh, we want to have that ability to have like control over a, a situation. Um, yeah. That, that power dynamic, like what you're talking about, that's basic human nature. We want to have that, that sense of importance. That's like biology. That's like one of the things that makes us feel fulfilled. If we feel like we have a, a sense of uh, not control, but like, you know, people depend on us. Like we want that. Yeah. Um, Sad. It is. It is. But also, Thanks. as you get older, you you get over that shit, and and you become a better like you become better at it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If I was in my fucking, if I was in my early twenties, and something that happened to me recently happened, I'd be like on my bed. I wouldn't even be able to do this podcast. I'd be like crying and like looking out of a window, hoping it rains every day, so that I could like throw on you know, like fountains of Wayne and just listen to fucking yeah. music and be sad, you know, <laughs> but now I'm like, ah, whatever. There's other, there's other people who cares. Right. Can you uh, recall like the first time that, that you got, uh, you got friend zoned or, uh, first time, huh? Yeah. No, I can't, I can't. First time, man. No, I can't. I really can't. Cause I think the friend zone for me was any, any woman I've ever come into contact with that shown me any kind of positive uh, reinforcement I've fallen in love with. And mm-hmm. it, it's always just, and I never tell them. So I, so I just fucking, I get, you get yourself into the friend zone. I just don't mm-hmm. tell them how I feel. Once you fucking, once you say like, you gotta, you gotta put your, your, your shit out there immediately. You go, this is how I feel about you. want to go out on it blah, 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 with me. I, but the, I think the most recent one, the one that like was like two years was like uh, this girl in college, this chick that I was in love with. Her name is Caitlin. And uh, I just really liked her and, and uh, she was bisexual. But now she is, I just never told her how I felt. And I was like, ah, I should have told her. And then I was like, it's too late. And I just would fantasize about telling her. And, and now it's weird because we're friends and it's like, uh, but now she lives in Arizona uh, with her girlfriend. So I think I made, you know, I didn't not no big loss there. Yeah, yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Worked yeah. out the long run. Turns out she's a she's a girl. But now I don't I don't think uh I haven't gotten friend zoned in forever. I just go, I put my intentions out there. If they go, Oh, I thought we'd just be friends, and I go, Yeah, that's fine. And I just keep yeah. I just walk away. I don't even look at it like, oh, I'm in this thing. I just go, Well, good luck not talking to me ever again. Yeah. Cause I'm not gonna talk to you. I'm not gonna yeah. talk to you as much. You know what I mean? Right. I'm, I'm like, I got out of my way. <laughs> I'm it'll, I'm literally like hitting on you and like doing all that shit. But once you go like, oh, I don't, I don't see you romantically. I go, okay, well then say goodbye to all that other stuff because that's there was an there was a reason for all that shit, mm-hmm. you know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. No hard feelings. Thanks for letting me know. Bye. Exactly. Yeah. Once you learn how to take rejection, you're good. You're yeah. good. Yeah. I remember, I remember uh, I, I was in high school. I was at this party and this girl that I really liked was there. And like, you know, we were, we were talking and then I kissed her and she goes, why did you just kiss me? And I was like, yeah, that's probably not a good sign. <laughs> like, that's a horrible oh, sign. Yeah. That is a horrible sign. <laughs> that, why did you just kiss me? Like, Why oh. did you kiss me back? Yeah. Did she kiss you back? Not really. <laughs> oh. I was seeing signs that weren't there and I was like, yeah, you're probably right. That probably. Ah, what are you going to do? Dude? Yeah. I, had a, I, I had a chick when I was in high school or college that um, was throwing the signs at me and mm-hmm. I went in for a kiss and she went, what are you doing? She like, pulled back. What are you doing? And I just didn't even know how to say, I wish I had the, the, I mean, there's no use thinking about it now, but I wish I had the, uh, the, uh, you know, the intelligence to, to be like, Hey, I I thought I was getting signs from you. We've been hanging out all day. It's my fucking birthday, by the way. So like you're (laughs) hanging out with me. You made a point to hit me up on my birthday. And like, also we were laying together, cuddling. That's when I made the move. So, but instead I just went, I don't know. I don't know. I said, or I don't, I have no idea. And, she, yeah. and then it was fucking weird. Yeah. Right. It would be better if, if, I mean, we don't have the mental skills at that point or the emotional skills to handle rejection at that, at that yeah. level in our lives. It's just like, uh, uh, I didn't. <laughs> so like but, from then on, I, pre- I pretended yeah. I, w- I was blacked out. So I really? was like, uh, yeah, she was like, she was like, do you remember when you, uh, do you remember what happened the other night? And I was like, not really. It's all kind of a blur. And she was like, okay. Like you tried to kiss me. And I was like, I did what? <laughs> That's an old trick, dude. Women, yeah. women utilize that trick a lot. If they have like one beer and then you try <laughs> to hook up with them, they're like, "What? I don't even remember. It was so crazy." And you're like, "Fuck you! You remember, you you mm-hmm. idiot." You know. But all, right. all this stuff just makes you better at it. You just go mm-hmm. like, "Okay, well now I know what to do in this situation." You know. Yeah, yeah. One no isn't no forever. <laughs> oh man, I went to this chick's house the other night, and uh, I went to hook up with her and we kissed for a little bit and then she kind of pushed me not pushed me away but she she was like she was playing a video we were playing a video game together and I went to and I kissed her and then we and then she picked up the controller again and looked around me and started playing the video game and I That's went funny ooh, ooh, <laughs> that hurt <sighs> And then she just started talking about the game. We were playing Breath of the Wild. And she's like, ooh, look at these temple shrines. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry that I, I was like, oh, I'm sorry that I just hooked up with you. I was like, was that weird? And she's like, no. She's like, should I get a bamboo stick for? And I'm like, all right, all right. This is fucking Christ. Okay. I went home very shortly after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. The only bamboo stick I want you to get is mine. Yeah, yeah, right? Right. Let's <laughs> get into your temple shrine. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, anything, uh, any, any, like your first, your first time getting the old, uh, rejection? Probably not. Well, what do you mean? Like, what? You ever go in for a kiss and some chicks, like, you know, uh, what are you doing or something like that or no? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. What I was that first remember, time? I can't remember, uh, a first time that there was any sort of like rejection of that. I'd say they're probably more recent. Or were you Ugh. just like, Clearly someone comes over to like hook up or something. And then you're like, they're like not giving you any opportunities, even Mm -hmm. though that's what they still want. And then they made that clear, but they're just being difficult. And it's Mm -hmm. like, all right, well get out here. (laughs) Like, I don't know what you're making this really hard for me. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. Yeah, no, it's that stuff. Isn't 
like very easy to remember because I'm sure it's happened before, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you just block it out. Yeah, probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably, but uh, you know, Every, and everybody's so different, dude. I remember there was a there was a girl that I was talking to outside of a bar, and we were hanging out in the bar the entire time. We went outside the bar, and I went. This was back when I would like ask women if I could kiss them, which is uh, so just giving them the the opportunity to be like, no, you know. So I went, I went, hey, can I like kiss you or whatever? And she was like, oh, I don't know. And I went, <laughs> you want to uh, try? <laughs> and she was like, ah, I just. I just don't think so. And I went, okay, no problem. And I was like, you could still see though. Like, you know, we were, we're hitting it off just being completely creepy. And she was like, you know what? You're right. She was like, you're right. She was like, we were hitting it off. Let's, let's see what this feels like. And we kissed and I went anything. And she went a little. And I went, ah, there you go. <laughs> you know, so everybody's fucking different. What are you going to do? I have a history of kicking women out of my apartment. Cause I don't like their personality. <laughs> Jesus Where everything Christ. is entirely like consensual, <laughs> there's very clear communication. But then when I meet them in person, I'm like, I don't freaking don't like you. And they're like, Can I at least sleep on the couch? No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that's uh No, you can't sleep on the couch. Go back to fucking wherever you came from. Uh because yeah. you're being a real a real you know what. Yeah. Um I don't know. So you friend zoned them. Yeah, I've done that many times, but it's like it's just one of those things where I'm like, no. No, get out of here. Like, yeah. And, and nothing, I was going to say, there's nothing worse than like having someone over that you just, men or women, it's like having someone over that you're just like, oh God, I this was a mistake. Yeah. What are you doing here? The only difference is men are like, men are like, once we bang, you're out. <laughs> you know, women will be like, I have to get up early tomorrow because my period's coming. <laughs> and you're just like, all right, bye. That's fine. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. Yeah, no, my my first and only Bumble date. Uh, this girl was a babe, and then and then we just started having a conversation. I was like, oh, oh, there's nothing here. Like, there's yeah. no connection there. It's all right. I had a I had a girl say to me recently. This is how I knew I wasn't into her. Um, we're just laying together, and uh, she turns to me and she goes, "We're watching a movie together," and she goes, "Oh, you're a captions guy." And I was like, get the <laughs> fuck out of my house. Uh, I was like, yeah, I like, to, I like to read, okay? I like reading the writing. I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. Okay, you, you unintelligent swine. Yeah, this is better <laughs> for your brain. I don't know if you knew that, but... <laughs> yeah. You guys are bringing out all the negative experiences of my life. I'll be honest with you. They're very far, few and far between. But I would say every, just for the record, especially since I know at least some of these girls are listening to this podcast or some of them, what? Uh, yeah, well, I'm they still are? friends with. Jesus I'm still friends Christ. with. No, I'm no, 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 not none of the negative experiences. I mean the positive. Uh, I'll. I want to qualify that every girl I've actually dated, dated has been like an angel, like a really good yeah, person. I'm friends with mo the vast majority of them, mm -hmm. and they're like really nice people. Um, so they you, they're not included. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even the girls that like, even that girl, the captions girl was like a really nice girl. Like she was awesome. We just didn't hit it off. You know, yeah. oh, you're a captions guy. That's really funny. Oh, you're a captions guy. And I went, <laughs> I just was so, that made me furious. You should have been like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, can you write that down? <laughs> 
<laughs> you should totally write. That's funny, man. Yeah. Maybe I'll talk about that on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Your captions. That's such like a, like a weird thing to be disgusted by. Yeah. yeah. So, ooh, you're a captions guy. It was like, ooh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to take in the entire art. I, I like it. But I guess, I mean, I guess when you are kind of in that environment with somebody where like it's a first date or you're hanging out to see if it's a date, you're, you're, you're like, your sensory levels are, are, are fine tuned. Like you're looking for reasons not to, like you're looking for the little things that you wouldn't, yeah. if you were just hanging out as, as bros, you know, you wouldn't be like, of course. Oh, like, Oh, oh yeah. If, if we were hanging out as bros, I would be like laying into them for saying that. Yeah. But I guess I, I kind of did that too. I was like, blah, 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 blah. yeah, I got, I, I got mad at her. Yeah. Not really, but I did. Yeah. Regardless of uh, positive experiences I've had with girls I dated before, I would say that uh, the biggest reason I'll usually be like, oh, this is not going to work out. Like, there'll be a moment. There's always moments where you're like, oh, my God, she's insane. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Where, um, first of all, any of anything woo that start that comes in besides Wu-Tang Clan, anything that's like really like astrology, like, that, I mean, that's okay because, mm. I mean, you can't avoid that, you know, but like. You know, if she uh, orders some Lisa Frank tarot cards, that's 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 the yeah. It's uh, a little. It's like, this, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, it's no. not even really that. But I'm just saying that kind of like comedically. But the but when it, when they say something just completely bonkers about like supernatural stuff, I'm just yeah, like, oh, it's not going to work out. Men also have that fucking shit where it's like, uh, it's like we the shit that we must say to women. This is how, and uh, I do a joke about this on my album about how like women lie in a nice way to not hurt our feelings sometimes. And like the amount of women that have to just sit there while we're talking about like a zombie movie or something. And they're like, yo, well, you know, like, what would you do if, a, well, if it's like resident evil zombies, then I blah, blah, blah. And they go like, totally. And it's like, then they go home, they go, he wouldn't shut the fuck up about, about zombies and like how to, how to put a nail in a bat. Fucking losers. That's <laughs> the equivalent of astrology. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Or like us talking about Goodfellas or whatever. Right. Ugh. Right. So how quickly, like <laughs> from b- between, you know, the whole ad is tragedy plus time equals comedy. Um, in, in some cases getting rejected or getting our heartbroken or whatever can, can be, you know, that's tragic. Uh, yeah. In some cases, how quickly do you, uh, do you adapt that to comedy? Like how quickly are you like, Oh, this is something like you, you shut down that human side of coping yeah. and you're just like, I'm going to make it funny for other people. I talk about it immediately. Yeah. I, I don't put it on Twitter for the most part. And I won't put it on like Instagram or Instagram reels or whatever. Cause I, I just want to talk about it on stage to people. I want to see mm-hmm. how people would react to it. Not what people's avatars online will react to it. But like, you know, I had a thing recently where me and this comic were uh, kind of seeing each other. And then we had to have this like, Kind of tough conversation about what we were doing and I had my expectations and she had different expectations. So we kind of had to like, whatever, have that conversation. And it was hard. It was a hard conversation. And, and, you know, we worked through it and everything. And, and then like a day later, I saw her put it, put up a joke about it or something. And I was like, fucking, Hey man, like that's cold blooded, dude. That is cold blooded. But then on the other side of that yesterday, I I went up on stage and I talked about that experience. I went, yeah, you know, it's some of you fucking date people that you work, some teachers date teachers, but you don't have to worry about walking in to the class and having them talk about it. 
You know what I mean? I have to fucking walk into a show and have this girl, you know, you think you're having a, a nice conversation and then you think you work through it and then you walk into a fucking comedy club and she's going, oh, this fat blonde idiot said this to me and, I, and everybody laughs and then you have to fucking just take it. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to talk about. That's what I, t- and I'm like, you know, I normally don't like talking about women that I'm dating because the karma of, of that, the f- feeling that I felt when I saw her post a thing about that, I was like, man, this is how every ex-girlfriend I've ever had felt about when I would go up and I would do jokes about them. You know? I always have to tell them I I won't because they will ask. They'll be like, are you going to talk about stuff that we... No. no. Unless it's... I always tell Unless it's hilarious. Yeah. uh, No. I just... I don't talk about that stuff. It's not my comedic yeah unless unless it's hilarious and i know how to do it hilariously (laughs) then i'm not gonna fucking waste my time yeah i've I've found value in making fun of my own uh behavior thoughts things like that so that i can like work through it i don't have control over the other person um and and i feel like when i start writing jokes about like things that they did um it almost makes me feel guilty but if i'm if I frame myself as the bad guy in the situation, like it, it, it not only is it funnier for the audience because yeah. like I'm the victim here. Um, I'm making myself like the victim or I'm joking about the fact that I've made myself the victim. Um, it, it also gives me like uh, a leg to stand on. Like it almost, it almost gives me power over the situation. It almost makes me feel like I have more control over like, Oh, totally. I can get, I can move past this. And it also cool. just makes it feel better. You're like, you get off and you're like, if you get laughs from that, you're like, whoa, okay. So I turned that into something. And like all of the, the, you know, the idols or the heroes or whatever, I mean, you know, or I don't know all the, the professionals of the stream of consciousness comedy, like Louie or Burr or Pryor or all those guys, they talked about people in their lives and they made it really funny. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know how to do that yet. I have mm-hmm. no idea how to do I have to talk about me and, and my, and how I think and blah, 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 blah. And I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's hard to be like, and then this fucking idiot did this and I, and me not feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always try to, to bring it back on myself. Like, Oh, if I was in that position, how would I have done it? Um, and, and a lot of times I'll find funny in that because mm-hmm. I don't think like a normal person in that, like, something bad happens i'm immediately like oh this is funny let's let's figure that out now before actually dealing with my actual feelings and yeah for sure it's like oh that's funny and then it just takes me down a rabbit hole yeah 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 for sure it's like it's if if you can see it right away then that's awesome but if not then then i just stew for fucking three weeks Mm. Mm. i'll force it It, and that's not healthy in, in a lot of cases yeah yeah for sure um Okay, so there are there are a few different ways to look at, you know, the the friend zone. I mean, you can look at it, and no, just full disclosure. Anytime any of us are saying friend zone, we there's the air quotes around it, of whether course. we actually physically do it or not. Because of course, what a dumb yeah. thing. Um, you know, the the idea that it's a bad place. We've kind of talked about that. That's like stemming from our our fear and our avoidance of rejection. You know, mm-hmm. the 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 ego, the egoic mind is like it wants to frame ourselves. We want to frame ourselves as better than we actually are. Yeah. Um. And and getting rejection rejected uh, goes against that. It defies that that image that we've built. And so our coping with that, like I find a lot of humor in that. Like when other comics 
um, are trying to bridge that gap between this image they built and then the, the actual thing that happened. That's funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think you do that, like your bit, you focus on like dude and bro, uh, and like chief, <laughs> well, I mean, that's another, you don't use chief, but like the words like that, like my girlfriend now calls me dude and, and bro. And like, I do that back. It's like terms of endearment. And yeah, totally. Totally. Which is like, I completely think that, but it is also for the joke that that's funny to, to be like, women will call you when they're first talking to you mm-hmm. and they know, they know mm-hmm. that you, you like them. They will call you bro on purpose, I think. I think yeah. there is. I've done that joke enough times where, you know, for a while when I was trying it out, I was going, is this true? You know, I was asking women in the audience and a lot of them, you know, a lot of them will be like, no, but then there are, there's at least one or two in every audience that's like, yeah, yeah, I do that. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And it's that's like, all you need. That's all you need. That's yeah. all you need to, to, to know that this is a fucking real thing. No, for sure. Uh, I was just mad, like, as I was listening to it, um, a few minutes ago, I, I was just imagining like, what if that continued into the like to the intimate parts of the relationship? Like you're you're having sex with the girl, and she's like, oh, like harder, bro, harder. Like that would yeah. just take me so out of the moment. That's funny. like I, I want a friend zone you now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, harder, dude. <laughs> yeah, my guy, muchacho. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not super into like the the pet names or like you know. That's fine. Yeah. But, but I think it would be funny if I was, just, just like, mm-hmm. how is that dude? How is that? Yeah. Captain. <laughs> Cap. <laughs> then you salute them and then they go on their way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I found a clip researching this episode from a comic. I, I don't know if he's from Portland, but it was done at the, at the Portland helium. Okay. And, uh, and the whole bit is about how the friend zone is actually a great place. Uh, it, it's Alex Falcone or Alex Falcone. I don't know if you've heard of him. No. Yeah. It's, but, um, but it, but it, I enjoyed the bit. And, uh, and then I found another dude who's like a, like a, a coach or something on YouTube. Who's like, do you remember like the pickup artists? Like, yeah, yeah, you would, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So it, it feels like that kind of grimy. So I want to kind of like go through both of these. Um, so let's start with with Alex Falcone. Okay, that's a bad dude. That's a bad guy in Batman, right? The yeah. the Falcone. Falcone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was hanging out with some guys the other day, and one of them was complaining that he had been friend zoned recently, which I am done with as a term. The friend zone. I think it sounds really douchey to act like just because you pretended to be nice to a lady and she didn't sleep with you, some huge injustice has occurred. I put in the three compliments, where's the sex come out? This one's jammed. If you're the kind of guy who says you've been friend-zoned, you haven't, she hates you, so. Also, it bothers me because what kind of monster complains about getting new friends? Making new friends as an adult is so difficult. If any of you guys want to friend zone me tonight, let's fucking do it, all right? Let's make brunch plans and play a board game and tell secrets and be there for each other when it really matters and go on a road trip and develop an inside joke and then have a better version of Thanksgiving the week after Thanksgiving without our families there. Let's fucking friend zone, you guys. Yeah. Let's do it. This is a less important point, but also the friend zone as a physical space sounds like the most fun place. 
That sounds like the island in Pinocchio where all the kids get to play pool and break stuff. That sounds like the friend zone. <laughs> the friend zone sounds like a hipster bar where like you always pay for the next person's drink and then when you go to the bathroom there's a sign over it that just says, I'm proud of you. That's the... <laughs> I have an idea for a bar. If any of you know a McMiniman, just let me know. Yeah, he. Uh, I, I love his framing of the bit too. Yeah, that's um, funny. There also is a little bit in me that's going like, "What are you getting out of this, you fucking douchebag?" You know what I mean? Like right. there, there is like the white knight thing about it, where you're like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, all right." How many women in the audience were you trying to impress with that bit? You fuck. <laughs> Yeah, that that's a bit that gets me laid. Yeah, exactly. But it, it is a it is a funny bit. I liked when he said, uh, "This one's jammed." That was yeah. really funny. Yeah, right. The the framing of an actual human to human relationship is like a transaction. It's yeah, like, that's funny to me. Yeah, it's like, a, what can I get out of this one? I put in the three compliments or the three, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, where's my compliments? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. but you know, it is true. Like if if you're an adult and you're complaining about the friend zone, then you're a fucking loser, dude. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, and I, and I liked, I also like, you know, the, the, the framing it as like, Oh, I'm an adult. Like I love making friends or like, when you, it's hard to make friends as an adult. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, That's the only part I disagreed with. I was like, I, I, I really do not want any more friends. <laughs> but, but he kind of, he took it down that, um, uh, here are all the things that we would do together. And this is what like making a friend as an That's adult funny. would be. Yeah. And that then, was really funny. Right. The, the actual concept itself, like that, eh, whatever. But, but then he, yeah. he elaborated on it, which I always, I always enjoy. Like, and then, um, that framing it as a physical place is it, it takes you out of the context of like friend zone as like getting friend zones. And now like the friend zone is, is a water park or it's a bar where yeah, that's you know, really all funny. these positive things happen. Um, just kind of taking the audience out of the current construct of what it means to be, you know, what a friend zone is to this, like this abstract place. And you yeah. can, you can do that. Like you can have as much fun with that as possible. Literally you can take that joke anywhere, like a hypothetical situation. Yeah, I, I love. Hey, but how, why, why don't we get Alex Falcone on the pod? Yeah, I might. I might. We've done that before, actually. We've uh, actually Greg Stone. Um, we we got him on uh, because we did a we did an episode about murder, and then he has a clip. Oh uh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, the crowd work clip, and it was like, uh, I love Greg. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a machine gun of energy. That yeah, is. he really is. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So hey, Matt, I'll reach out to Alex. But <laughs> yeah, let let him know. Show him my bit so that he rolls his eyes at it. <laughs> well, I would have to find a better bit from him, or a bit about a different topic from him. Then, so. oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Can't have two friend zone episodes like back to back. Although yeah, maybe would... you know that would be some good context. But um, and the, the last one I wanted to talk about was this dude. I don't even know this guy's name. I didn't care to learn it, but I. You know, just looked up like getting friend zoned on YouTube, and this dude had like an hour long video, like trying to coach people through it, like what to do if you get yeah. friend zoned by the girl that you like. Ew! How to, like how to win her over. Ew! Um, yuck! Yucky! <laughs> yeah, I was watching it last night, and I was laughing because what a like, loser! This can't be real. Um, you, pull, you pull it up. It's me doing a TED talk. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember doing that. I was like, oh, no, that's so guy. stupid though. An hour long video. 
Oh, let's uh, directly Jeremy, I, I think made for incels or whatever. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, okay. and, and it and it really felt like this transactional thing, like people looking at it as this transactional Weird. thing, and that's why I kind of wanted to balance it out with Alex's bit about it because it's defining a human relationship is transactional. Like, where is your your happiness? Like, how do you live? There's no present. You're, right. you're not present in that. You're, you know, that's fucking crazy, dude. Let Just me see what I get of this. Yeah, yeah. I want to guess what this guy looks like. Is he wearing a purple vest? Possibly. Mm, I don't think. I'm sure he has one. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, this fucking guy. This fucking guy. He's wearing yeah. a yeah blazer over a t-shirt kind of guy. Coach Corey Wayne. What had happened in the previous emails, he'd walked away because she was constantly trying to friend zone him, keep him as a text buddy and all this bullshit. And he finally put his foot down and just said, you're awesome and you're amazing, but I'm just not interested in friendship. And, you know, unless things change, you know, please respect my li- wishes and let me move on with my life. He says, yeah, I set a know. FaceTime date like you recommended in my previous email just to find out that she tried to friend zone me again. Well, if you've been a big floppy cock in the past, like this guy has been over the past several years that he's known this girl, she's always been able to intimidate him and get him to cave. Because that's what happens to guys. They think, okay, well, maybe this time will be all right. I'll just be nice. All right, I'll be the friend for a little bit, and maybe things will change. It's like, no, you just completely went back on your word. Women want a man... Who says what he means and means what he says. If you're yeah. a big floppy cock and you say one thing and you do another, they're not going to trust your masculine core. I was uh, feeling down like hell, but I did tell her again that I'm not interested in friends only or texting buddies and that she should only call again if she changed her mind. That was really hard. It took months and months for him to grow a set of balls to get to the point where he could say that to her. All right, stop. All right, I can't yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> but I will say this: the guy makes some points. Like he is saying what this guy should have done, which is, but the way he's framing it is so fucking queefy. Mm-hmm. But when you do like someone and they are just talking to you, I mean, you can say to them like, "Hey, I have feelings for you," and talking to you is kind of bringing those feelings up. I know that nothing is is going to happen here. So if you mind just kind of uh, taking a little bit of a step back because blah, 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 that's, that is fine. You know, you can say that, but who, who says that just fucking ignore the, the text. You don't have to answer every email. Who's emailing, right? Who is emailing? Right. And, so and stupid. the way he, the way he frames that too, is it sounds like, um, you know, he had reached out to this girl before, and then she re- like she wasn't into it. And then he was like, yeah, I'm not going to talk to you. And then he reached out to her again. And then she wasn't feeling it. And he was like, how dare she? It's like, dude, you reached out to her the second time. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. Come it's on. Like, it's like uh, it, interpersonal relationships are so much more complicated than this dude in the green shirt made it fucking seem like he's mm-hmm. going. Then he grew this big floppy cock and he finally <laughs> put his balls in the table and blah, blah, blah. And it's like. I don't know. It seems like everyone involved in that story is a fucking douchebag. And that's my time. Thanks, guys. Like, I mean, like a, you felt like like an open mic comic. Like, and then yeah. this, this, this bitch. I know. Just the confidence is like, the fuck, dude? 
You know, it's like, who gives it? Like, yeah, I, I guess he was making some points, but it's the confidence that he was making those points when it was so queefy. You know, queefy. I like your use of that adjective. I, I think a lot of this boils down to just the, the how complicated human interaction is. And oh, it's, it's so complicated. But here's the key communication. Talk to each other. Be honest. That shit will go away immediately. And then we all just can continue living, watching movies, jerking off into socks and just living our life, eating Burger King or whatever. This That seems a little bit more specific to me. But, right. you know, you get the point. Do you Communicate. Think, talk to each other. Do you think you're uh, being a comic? Do you think that helps uh, get to the point faster, like communicate yeah. faster? Oh, yeah, because we're so much more aware and and also... You know, we all hate our lives at, for you know the most part. So it's mm-hmm. like I I have no room for bullshit anymore. The bullshit still comes. You know, I still I still because emotions are incredibly. Um, I don't know what the word is. Fickle, maybe or not fickle, but like they. You know, it happens. Like this thing I had with a with a. You know, you, sometimes you'll have a thing with a girl like me. You know, I had a thing where. I said, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want you to, to to date other people. And then the next day, I was like, I completely amend that. I don't care if you. I just don't want to hear about it. Blah 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 blah. And then the next day went by, and I went, actually, I think I did. And that just happens with emotion, but you have to fucking communicate that. And also, don't shit on anybody for if they're flip floppy. You know, that's what makes people not express their emotions because they're afraid they're going to get shit on because maybe they thought something the other day and they don't think about that today. And they don't want it. No one wants to seem like a phony, you know? Yeah. yeah. People are dynamic. There's the, the you know, there's yeah. no static, you know, people aren't static. There's no, it's hard, man. Yeah. People are fucking, it's all hard. And you just, just going for the truth, man, makes it, makes it so much easier. Mm-hmm. Makes it so much easier. Um, so if you were to boil down, like what is funny to you about the friend zone? Mm. Um, what is it that, that drew you to that, to, to writing that bit or, or how have you, how has that perspective changed? What was funny to me about that bit is the way some people, you know, I feel like I've been shitting on women a lot, this, this whole fucking thing, but, I, but I feel like what's funny is the way that some people don't think that the, that they, they're, they think they're being smart with other people. So when a woman calls me a friend or a bro or whatever, they either know what they're doing and they think they're being smart or they're trying not to hurt your feelings because they know what you're, they know, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's still like the, the, that's what makes me laugh about it is like the, is like the no communication. This could Mm -hmm. all be solved. If you just go, Oh, look, I'm getting the vibe from you and uh, not to hurt your feelings, but I don't want anything, you know, but it's like to be like to call me like muchacho or something just makes me fucking laugh. You know, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Cool. So what would you say to somebody who is struggling uh, with being rejected, friend zoned, uh, so on and trying to particularly like a comic who's trying to not even a comic, you know, somebody who's trying to find the humor in a situation uh, to kind of deal with it. Um, uh, I would say write about it, sit down, think about it, write about it, write what you think is funny about it. Don't let it get to you. You know what I mean? Especially if you're a comic, if you're a comic and you're going through this shit, 
focus on the, on the work, focus on the career, focus on the art. Don't make all that shit go away. You'll be more present. It's a way to meditate when you're not thinking when, when, when these people and other people are taking bandwidth in your brain or, or real estate in your head, you can, if you write about it and you work on it, you'll feel a lot better and stuff like that. If you're not a comic and you're going through this shit, just, uh, I don't know. Just fucking laugh. Just laugh at it. Once you start laughing, make yourself laugh at it. And once you do that, you'll just start laughing. You just go, this is so fucking ridiculous. This is so stupid. What am I complaining about? Who cares? You know, mm-hmm. who cares? Right. If they're out of, uh, if they're out of the, the cereal you wanted at the grocery store, you don't just not buy cereal. No, <laughs> you get, you get the, the other brand. Yeah. There's <laughs> plenty know? of other oats in the, in the box. <laughs> There's plenty of other cereals in the grocery store. Oh, why did I go there? That's so that's that's not demeaning at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We're 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 like women are cereal. <laughs> Especially these tricks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um I mean, I would hope that that women look at me that way too. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're more like lucky charms. I am. Or kicks. Uh, <laughs> Kid tested mother approved. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to go in our pedophile episode. Steve. Yeah. Any parting words of wisdom, advice, um, any additional perspectives that you have that you would like to share? The friend of your friend is your enemy. Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. Matata. The, the friend of your friend is your enemy. So if you have a friend who invites a friend, kill him. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or get there first. Good advice. That'll be the that'll be the quote graphic for this episode. I think. Right. <laughs> Just remember, the friend zone is pretty much the exact dimensions of your own apartment. Yeah. So very small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The room um, I'm in now is. Uh, uh, 141 by 113 square inches. I don't know. So that's how big my friend zone is. <laughs> Today's guest was Brendan Sagalow. Uh, he's written for MTV's Joking Off. He's been on Sirius XM. He uh, was a finalist in New York's Funniest at Caroline's, which I remember going to those shows. I used to work there back in 2012, 2013, wow. 2014. So I've seen many of uh, of New York's Many funniest. of the finalists. Yes. Yeah. But uh, all good. I mean, it's it's the cream of the crap. Hey, the baby, best yeah. the best. Even being in that was was an honor. Yeah, and and the, those rooms usually pack out for those shows too. So. Oh yeah, it was sold out. Yeah, yeah, awesome. that, that's always fun. So yeah. um, you can get Brendan's album "Not Now More Than Ever" on Amazon, iTunes. You can listen to it on Spotify. Is it on? It's Pandora. I'm it's sure. on everything, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it in the uh, the XM or Sirius? Uh, oh, we're in rotation. Yeah, hell yeah, cool, man. That's awesome. Uh, and, and it being outside, I mean, that, like you said, that's a, that's a pretty big risk. Sometimes totally. You, sometimes you lose, lose those laughs to the fact that there's not a ceiling to hold them in. Totally. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy that it's like a, just a, just a part of the time, I guess it's like mm-hmm. a little fucking time capsule. It really is. I was, I, I had the same thought as I was listening to it. I was like, man, you know, people are going to listen to this years down the road and be like, I remember the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Or the complete opposite where they're just going to go like, Oh, whoops. Uh, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Why did he make this? Right. I was looking for Brendan Donnelly's album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, anything, uh, anything you want to plug social media, any uh, projects coming yeah, up? Yeah, you could follow me at, at, uh, at Brendan Saglow. I got no projects coming up just, just of yet, but I got my podcast with Mike Feeney and Mike Cannon. It's called here's the scenario. You please check it out. That would be awesome. Yeah. What, what is the, uh, what's the theme of that? Uh, that uh, we, we do, uh, we do like hypothetical questions and like, what if scenarios and stuff and like ask each other all this, like, what would you do in this situation kind of stuff? But we're, we've been best friends for years. So there's like a dynamic whole thing to it. So it's sure. like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fun show. I'm really proud of it. Awesome. How long has that been? How long we have just been launched. We just, I think we're on our fourth episode, but we've oh. had a Patreon for a couple of months. Yeah, well, we're on we're on episode like six. I think episode six comes out Wednesday, so you can fucking hop on real early, right? You can listen to the pilot and follow it all the way through without yeah. uh, devoting that much of your time to it. Yeah, bro. All right, Brendan, thanks for joining us on. Guys, you can't laugh at me. that, and helping us prove that uh, no matter if there is little to no communication, if you go in for the kiss and she's like, "Why did you do that?" You can laugh at that for sure, and don't rape. Nobody rape anybody. <laughs> yeah. Was that that Chad Daniels joke? Uh, drive safe and don't rape. <laughs> Special thanks to Gold Knox Studio. You can find Gold Knox Studio for all your podcasting needs at goldenoxstudio.com. Uh, hit up Jeremy. He is fantastic to work with, professional. Uh, he makes podcasting easy. And uh, if you're if you've been kicking the tires on starting your own podcast, definitely give Golden Ox Studio a look. If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod, or like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That, and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation, is what I'm saying. All right, bye.